Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I am so excited because I'm finally starting to hear from some of you that you are getting wonderful experiences out of listening to or watching these episodes, that you are learning, that you are excited about your crypto journey, your own experience, and that you're getting educated. And that is so powerful and so important. And I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of you for sticking in there and making sure that you come back week after week and get all of the information that's there. Because as we know from one of the crypto vocabulary episodes, D-Y-O-R, do your own research, means getting that core education as well as researching projects that you are especially interested in. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. So I'm really excited about this episode and about the next one that I'll be doing on my own with you. And they're all about some of the, I'll call it the seedy underbelly of crypto. And I've really thought hard about this because when it comes to crypto scams, different types of crypto scams, I've kind of already seen them all. And I don't want to say that I was a victim of anything because for me, whenever something happens where I lose money, I consider that a learning experience. It's a mistake I'm not going to make again. So I'm going to take my time with this material because I really want you to understand what's going on. And the first thing that I want to share with you is sort of counterintuitive. I think most people are good. That is my base expectation and my base understanding. And I admit that I have been called a Pollyanna my entire life because I come from that place where I believe that most people are good. I just have noticed that when it comes to crypto scams, yes, there are some big things like hacks where, for example, a particular project or a particular fund gets hacked and crypto gets stolen. And while that's a big deal, it really doesn't tend to affect us moment to moment, day by day. If you're not involved in that particular hack and they are sort of few and far between, relatively speaking, you are not affected in any way. And usually there, there's a, you know, it's a finite experience and the project founders will say, hey, we're going to find a way to get that money back to people. But there have been a lot of what they call, and here's another crypto word for you, although I think it applies to pretty much everything, bad actors. And a bad actor is somebody who is deliberately trying to win your trust, 
so that they can scam you. And I have seen a lot of that. So let me back way up to some of my own experiences and we'll kind of get started at the beginning and go through the different types of crypto scams. And you know, some of these may be ones that you have experienced. If you're brand new to this, my objective is to have you avoid experiencing them. Like I want you to look at this and think, well, Hallie learned this lesson, so I don't have to, for example, because it's not necessary for you to have to go through it. A lot of times when you come into the crypto space and you're new, well, honestly, when you come into any space and you're new, people will try to take advantage of that. And again, I think most people are good, but I have definitely seen some people in this space who are not. And it's very easy to be taken advantage of, but it's also very easy to protect yourself. For the most part, you are going to become, if you are a victim of anything, a part of what's called a social scam. And a social scam is not a hack. It is about human to human interaction. And it is about humans saying to you, you can trust me. And you saying, okay, you know more than I do. So therefore I can trust you. And that is not always true. So I want to get into the specifics of this as well as structurally what you need to do to protect yourself. Let's start with the structure piece of this. When you're new to crypto, or if this is a situation that you haven't encountered before and something that you are not familiar with and comfortable with already, you need to take precautions. I can't tell you how many people come into the crypto groups that I'm part of and say, somebody reached out to me and offered to help me with, that's a big red flag already. When you have strangers connecting with you, offering to help with a problem that you have, you just want to make sure that you vet them. And in order to vet them, you want to find them, be able to see them online, and be able to see them everywhere. However, that also can lead to its own issues. I'm going to, if you're on the visual part of this, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to pop in an insert of me on Instagram. And if you look at this profile, it says I am a Forex full-time trader. Well, I don't like, I don't know Forex from 5X or triple X. Okay, I'm done with the X jokes. I just want to point out that this looks just like my profile. And my social media manager said, Hey, I don't think this is you. Well, by the time she found it, there were already 500 followers of this profile. And the person used my profile photo. They used my name exactly as it is, except my Instagram profile has a dot in it. So Hallie.Evelyn. And they just ran it all together as Hallie Evelyn, which I guess is a way to do my name. It's just not how I had set it up. 
And that was the only difference. They took my profile photo. They took pictures from my Instagram friends. So pictures that I had with people already in them so that it looks exactly like my profile. And then their account was posting different things than I would post as well as reposting posts that I had posts. So (laughs) there were, you know, audio clips from these episodes of Goddess of Crypto. There were posts that I had made on Instagram, which they had basically just copied and pasted. And then there were new posts driving traffic to a separate group. This is when I found out about it. Of course, I reported it immediately. I also did a search for my name. Now, my last name is ridiculously unusual. It was my middle name. It was a misspelling because of the mistake made in the hospital. And so I'm probably the only Evelyn, the way my last name is spelled in the world. I'm certainly the only Hallie Evelyn that I know of. I'm so lucky in that regard because if I were in crypto, and my name were Jane Smith, this would be a much more complicated process. Which brings me to a guy named Mark. He was a trader, and I watched this whole thing happen. Mark was a Forex trader full-time, having moved into the crypto space. He had an enormous group on a separate site called Telegram, It is very popular with crypto people. And you may find yourself getting invited to join Telegram so that you can participate in legit crypto groups. And if you do that, you just need to make sure that you set your settings so that only contacts can add you to new groups. Otherwise, and here's its own scam, you will get added to groups that look identical to the real group and are actually fake. So that's what we're trying to avoid here is getting added to the fake groups. However, in the case of this trader, Mark, I got invited to a group by somebody on Facebook. And this was before I understood that this kind of thing was 99% a scam. The guy said, Hey, I've been making a lot of money. Do you want to check this out and maybe follow the group? Well, I checked it out. You can actually, what they call lurk. So you can observe on one of these platforms like Telegram without actually joining the group. And I decided to go ahead and join. And I have no obligation. It's a free group. And I was just watching every day. What I was watching was the trades that Mark was doing, where he was making between three and 5% a day on people's money. Three to 5% a day. That's pretty great. I don't have my calculator with me, but just trust me, you'd be looking at doubling your money, quadrupling your money pretty quickly if that's the kind of daily return that you're getting. Because remember, if I have $100 and I'm getting 5% on that, I have $105 the next day, but now I'm getting my 5% on the $105 and it begins to compound. Both Warren Buffett and Albert Einstein actually have talked about the powers of compound interest in very simple ways. But compound interest is incredibly powerful and it's the way to make the most money the fastest. 
So to see those kinds of returns was very powerful. However, I have already been through a couple of crypto scams, which I will share with you because my objective in these episodes is to share all the different types of crypto scams that I'm aware of. So you will have heard and have you know, in your brain, in case somebody approaches you in one of these manners, you'll be able to say, hey, I heard about this. I remember this. Let me check this out. Let me make sure that it's safe before you participate. So I joined this group and I began to watch and people were saying, oh my gosh, after my first 30 days, because I think it was set up like you could get in for certain tiers. Like let's say it started at $5,000, but you could get in up to $100,000 and then you could stay in 30, 60 or 90 days. And the objective at the end of that time is to get your money back, right? They give you back the money that you have given to them. And by the way, I'm going to take an aside here to say there is no reason in crypto to ever give anyone else either the keys, i.e. the codes to your wallet, or to give anyone else your crypto to give it back to you when there's more. It doesn't really work like that. It could, but the people who do that kind of work I'm going to go out on a limb here and say are scamming you 100% of the time. I literally don't know anyone who does it legitimately. And I've been looking for a really long time. So you just need to be aware of that when you are thinking in terms of your own investment in crypto. So after the first 30 days that I was in the group, I had shared this with a friend of mine. And he decided to start watching. And unbeknownst to me, he also decided to invest with Trader Mark, whose name should actually be Trader Mark, but never mind. So after the first 30 days, people who had gotten, you know, let's say doubled their money in that time were saying, because you could comment inside of the group, Trader Mark is so amazing. This is such an incredible experience. I'm giving him back my money to turn it to do this again. I'm going to do more money this time. And, you know, the guy would come in every morning and say, you know, let's make it a great day. And then at the end of the day, he would say, oh, this return was this percentage. You know, we pulled it out at the last minute. And once in a blue moon, he would say, you know, we just didn't manage to get there today. You know, we were down 2%. And at the time, crypto was in a fairly decent up market. Like it was back and forth a lot, but it was a fairly decent up market. So I sat there for more than 60 days. And then my friend by this time had told me he had invested. And I said, oh my goodness, I just thought you would watch This is somebody much more experienced than I was with investing. I said, I don't know that I feel comfortable. I've gotten ripped off in the past. And he said, well, this felt like, you know, he didn't risk a huge amount of money, but in the thousands of dollars. And he said, I felt like this was really safe to do. It felt okay to me. So then he got to a point where he said he was going to invest more money again because he had been able to turn the money. And now he had decided to make an additional investment. And then one day he contacted me and he said, it's gone. 
said, what's gone? Your money? And he said, the entire group is gone. And I had just this horrible sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach, not for him, but for the people in the group who had said, I have given my life savings to this group because it's making me so much money. My heart was so broken by this. It still bothers me. And it's been you know months since this happened. People risked everything and then they lost everything because they trusted a stranger on the internet. Now, look, I'm a stranger on the internet, but I show you my face. You can see all of my profiles. Here was the problem. However, the profile that this guy was using was a duplicate. It was the same situation as when Instagram spoofed me, the same situation. And when that happened, nobody could tell the difference because the person was showing up as legit. Now, I tracked down Trader Mark, who turned out to be more like Trader Mark because he was French Canadian. And he spoke almost exclusively French. So had someone looked a little bit deeper, as I did once I realized that it was a scam, you would have been able to see these two things don't jive. So for example, if you were to look at my Twitter profile, I will say to you that I am here to educate you, that I am not a trader. If you look at my Facebook profile, you will see that I am a transformational wealth coach. I don't do crypto trading. I'm not going to charge people for crypto trading. I might charge for crypto education because I do much deeper work when you work with me as a coach, but I am not going to charge you to teach you about how to trade and I'm not going to trade for you. It's something I don't feel I understand. I can research a project. I can invest in it. But I can't figure out the nuances of charting to the point where I would ever consider myself a trader. And I'd be sitting at my desk eight hours a day to do it. The guy who was doing the work, fake Mark, was a legitimate person. I don't know whether he worked. You could tell from the way that he wrote every single day. And you know, people would say, oh, I wish I were you. And he would say, no, you really don't. This is a 12 to 16 hour a day job. I never leave my desk. I'm on seven days a week. My brain never turns off. Honestly, he didn't make it sound like very much fun at all. But I don't know whether he was part of the scam or whether he was simply hired by the person who was doing the scam. I don't know whether he knew that a telegram group would be turned off and that everyone would disappear from it. I don't know any of that. And ultimately, I suppose it doesn't really matter because the truth is that You've got to do your research to the point where you really vet anybody that you would be planning on giving any of your money to. And that's another thing. For example, you could pay me in crypto for coaching services, but I would never say to you, give me this money and I will give you back more money. I will teach you how to make more money, but I would not take your money to turn it into more money. And that is what a stockbroker model is, a traditional stockbroker model. 
But the beautiful thing about crypto is that you do not need a gatekeeper. You do not need an intermediary. And so when you learn even the basics about it, you can get onto an exchange like Coinbase, or you can get onto now uh, places that aren't crypto-centric, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. And that may be safer because when PayPal first started doing Bitcoin investments, for example, when they first started allowing you to buy Bitcoin through them, apparently you couldn't also like transfer the Bitcoin out. You would have had to have transferred it back to cash in order to transfer it out. But the truth is that if PayPal isn't in the Bitcoin business, they're more diversified. What we've seen recently, and this is neither a scam nor a rug pull, but it's very applicable, is we have seen entire exchanges get brought down. Voyager, for example, where I had a small crypto investment, is in bankruptcy. The Winklevoss brothers did not pull it out in this case because they were so highly leveraged with people buying on margin. Now, that's just a cash flow money issue that has to do with people's greed, but it is not specifically a scam. It simply tells me that when you're going to invest your money, that it is better to keep it in cold storage inside of a wallet. And a wallet is basically just a drive that has your information on it and has those like really long, complicated sets of numbers to get in and out of it. And keeping it cold means keeping it detached from your computer. My cold wallet lives in a drawer inside of a special safe, right? That's the way that I keep it protected and safe. And my crypto lives on there. If you do keep crypto on an exchange, make sure that you are keeping it on a wallet exchange and check into it and see, are they trading on margin? That is just some basic safety precautions. All right, let's go back to our scams. The social scam of being spoofed, and I guess I'm you know, being public enough to be spoofed, I had two profiles, not just the one. When I found the one or when my social manager found the one, I went ahead and looked to see were there any others. And the answer was, yes, there was a whole nother one. And this one only had like 12 followers. So it was obviously new. And I reported them both to Instagram. People, I've seen this on Twitter, several people that I follow, I'll get direct messaged by them. And then I'll look because it's like, this is a pretty well-known crypto person. Why are they connecting with me personally and asking me stupid questions? Like, for example, there was one girl that I followed by really like. She goes by Lady of Crypto. She's English. She like lives totally out loud. She has a girlfriend. She lives in England. She works out. She goes to Amsterdam for vacation. I've seen like all of her pictures and stuff. So she reached out to me and she said, Where are you from? And I just, you know, was in the middle of a bunch of different things. I clicked, oh, Miami. And how's London? And she wrote back and said, great, nice to meet you. What are you doing with your crypto journey so far? Which, by the way, that phrase, how is your crypto journey going so far? That phrase is a phrase that I've seen multiple times in social scams. And I thought to myself, why would somebody who was in London And when I ask about London, knowing she's in London, why does she address that? 
I've talked about her hometown that she talks about all the time. I looked more closely and there was one digit different in her Twitter handle. So instead of like lady of crypto, it was like lady of crypt double P toe, (laughs) something like that. That's the kind of thing where like one letter will change or there will be an underscore in the middle or after, or like when I first got my Twitter handle, goddess of crypto, goddess of crypto spelled straight out was already taken. And because it's the podcast, I was like, well, this is going to be my Twitter handle. So I chose a zero at the end instead of an O goddess of crypto with a zero is my Twitter handle. So let's say I changed something else, like I did an underscore in the middle, that would be something where somebody would be able to spoof that account, or I would be able to use it as a second account. Because there's no kind of two-factor authentication or KYC, know your customer with Twitter. And if Elon Musk ever buys Twitter officially, that I think is one of the first things that's going to change. There's none of that, like Facebook. Facebook supposedly has all these billions of users. I think about a third of them are scam accounts. And let's not even get into all the Facebook scam accounts. I think that's true probably of all social media. And you, in order to protect yourself, just have to pay attention. If somebody that is unconnected with you reaches out, you know, Melinda Gates, as in Bill Gates' wife at the time, Melinda Gates friended me on Facebook one day, and I was super flattered for about five minutes until I checked out the profile, checked out how long she had been online, checked out her friend connections, and realized that it was basically just a spoofed account. So I blocked it. And blocking the accounts when you find them is very important. Reporting the accounts when you find them is very important. Because it prevents them from doing this to everybody on your friend list. By the way, keeping your friend lists protected, saying, for example, on Telegram, only my contacts, only my connections can add me to groups, that kind of stuff. Those privacy settings exist on WhatsApp. They exist on Twitter, on Discord, on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Do those things because you are protecting your circle, not just yourself. So I want to tell you before I close out this episode about my first experience with a crypto scam. Back in 2017, I had my first crypto portfolio and I owned Bitcoin. I owned a decent amount of Bitcoin. I was a whole coiner, which is something that you know people in Bitcoin these days strive to be because Bitcoin costs $20,000 a coin. At, you know, there's been a time when it cost almost $70,000 a coin. The multimillionaire people that I follow and believe in believe that Bitcoin is going to go to at least a half million dollars. And most of them say a million dollars a coin. And I think that's totally legit. That is my opinion. Do your own research, form your own opinion. Listen to this show because I have all the Bitcoin people on who have their opinions. What I want you to know, though, is that at the time I had enough Bitcoin that I really would, you know, it would have been a really beautiful thing if I had hung on to it. And instead, I became the victim of a social scam. I knew someone who was in Bitcoin who was making, he was doing mining, so he was creating Bitcoin. And he was doing very well. And he had given out his Bitcoin 
to someone else. And that someone had doubled his Bitcoin in 30 days and given it back to him. And that's really a key is they send it back to you the first time, right? So you see at that moment, and this doesn't always true, like the Trader Mark scam that I was telling you about earlier, nobody got their money back. They were simply told if they continued to hold it and they could see on paper that they would be able to double it again. But this particular guy was very smart and it was a very, very big scam. One of the biggest social scams at the time. He gave everybody back their money and then he got them to get their friends involved. And I was a friend. So this guy got all of his people together and together they invested $10 million. And Bitcoin was going for around eight or $9,000 at the time. So do the math. It was a lot of Bitcoin. And the guy basically just took off with it and never even pretended that second round that he was building it or growing it or any of what he was doing. Now, I know about Bitcoin enough now to understand that you can't really do anything other than trade it, buying and selling it at certain times and timing the market would be what would cause you to get more. At the time, what I was told was that the Bitcoin was being used in mining operations to create more Bitcoin. I don't know, the way that like, if you put two rabbits together, you get more rabbits. I think it was kind of along those lines. Super dumb. And I admit freely that I really deserve to lose my Bitcoin because I not only didn't research the guy, I just trusted my friend. I didn't research the way Bitcoin worked enough to understand that mining didn't work like that. So I understand now, and I'm, as I'm sharing this with you, I'm feeling sort of idiotic because I'm realizing how really naive I was. But I want to be completely transparent with you so that you understand and so that you avoid having happened to you what happened to me. Okay, so I gave the guy my Bitcoin and I never saw it again. And after about three months, he said to me, well, the guy's not given me my money back when I was expecting it. But we think that that's going to change in 30 days. Well, the guy got strung out for like a year and I got strung out with him. And, you know, I was a really, really small fish in this $10 million pond. And eventually, you know, the guy like really explained what had happened and told me what had happened. But the guy basically was, even though he was visible, he was very I'll call him a shadowy figure. And eventually he got caught. He got caught by the FBI. He destroyed the computers where the Bitcoin was being stored. And when you destroy a cold wallet like that, there's really not any way to get it back. There can be, depending, like for example, if you have a Trezor or a Ledger, which are the two cold wallet storage places where two cold wallet storage companies that are considered like the kind of state of the art ones, you can store in your wallet, but you can connect it to the network for Trezor or the network for Ledger. And then if you lose your wallet, if you have your seed phrase, your 12 word or your 24 word phrases that allow you that are the keys to your wallet, you can actually 
tell them you lost your wallet. And as long as you have your seed phrases, you can get the whatever you have stored on it back by putting on a new Trezor or Ledger wallet. So that's actually something I hope never to have to have happen, but it's at least protects you in case some emergency happens. But in the case of this scammer, apparently the computer itself was being used as the storage device. And when he destroyed the computer, he destroyed the Bitcoin. Now, for me, there was a little bit of a silver lining. I eventually ran into a guy who used to do all the black hat, in other words, the kind of hacking stuff behind the scenes, and had turned what's called white hat, which meant he stayed compliant and was helpful and did all of his stuff open source so that other people could see what he was doing and so that he would assist instead of you know being in the shadows, right? So the kind of, I guess, the difference between black magic and white magic, supposedly. I think that's where black hat and white hat came from. Anyway, he showed me videos because apparently when he found out, he was a little bit of a superhero, I have to say, in the crypto space. When he found out about this guy, he had sent some of his goons after him and they had beaten the Christmas out of this guy. And then he had turned him over to the FBI So the guy really got more, I mean, I felt sorry for him by the end. I was like, I don't think this would be worth $10 million to me, especially since he never got to keep any of it. It's very traceable. Bitcoin is very, very traceable. But when somebody has given their money away, it's not as easy to get to it. When you can see the wallet that it's going into, they can trade different wallets out. And basically, a wallet just connects to an ID, and it's the ID itself that you can trace online. And so you can actually see, you know, we can see like when Bitcoin is moving from one whale's wallet into another whale's wallet, that is actually completely transparent and visible on the blockchain. It's one of the beauties of the blockchain. So when somebody is a scammer, you should be able to find their wallet and see, but they could be using multiple wallets. And when the hub disappears, there's no way to find the people who were involved. And the people who were involved that were scammed, they're usually so ashamed that they're, they're, not, they're not talking about it. And they're certainly not out there hunting down the person who scammed them by looking for the wallet. So if that happens to you, or if that has happened to you, you're kind of out of luck. And if that is the case, I hope that you will see it as a lesson to make sure that this never happens to you again. And to say, this was the cost of my education. This was the cost of me learning how not to get scammed and how to take those precautions next time. And again, I encourage you to learn the lessons that I have learned, to take these on as your own, and to make sure that this never happens to you. This has been Goddess of Crypto. I am Hallie Evelyn. If this episode has resonated for you, please like it, comment on it, review it, review it on your favorite platform. Please review the show so that we can share it with other women all over the world. And please, share it with the other women in your life. Until next time. Every week, 
transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege, it's your right.